Welcome to the Pilgrim's Odyssey, your guide to life's wild ride. I'm your host, Silwan Green. Every day we share incredible stories and valuable lessons on life and faith. Thanks for tuning in and make sure to share this odyssey with your friends and neighbors so all of us together can let our light shine. Welcome friends to another episode of the Pilgrim's Odyssey. I'm your host, Silouan. It is great to be with you on a spectacular day. Now, we have been talking about prayer, specifically beginning to pray, guided by the classic from Anthony Bloom of the same name, beginning to pray. Now, just to review what we've gone over the last few episodes, one, what matters is what you live for and what you are prepared to die for. That is a thought that anybody can put in their head, put in their soul, whatever they believe, wherever they're at in life, wherever they're at in prayer. You begin to ask yourself, what do I live for? And what am I prepared to die for? That was a seed that was planted in his mind when he was young, long before prayer was important to him. But it led him on the path to realizing that prayer was the thing that would help him more than anything to not just give him a life worth living for, but that would prepare him to die. Then, from there, we went on to despair. Because often, in life, we're looking for God, bad things happen, we feel like we don't hear Him, we feel like our faith isn't making things all bright and beautiful, and we despair. And our first reaction is to think, oh, we've been abandoned. But, but, That's not the case. If you're prepared to go through despair, it is actually the thing that might be most likely to lead you to God. And why is that? Because despair can empty us. It can put us in a place where we're really, truly able to start to pray. And what is prayer if not allowing God into our soul, into our heart, into our mind, into our body? And this state, of abandon, of true despair, you can surrender, ready to receive whatever God gives you. You know, it's always been hard for me. You know, you hear these holy people and they'll talk about how difficulties and trials and traumas are from God and they were good for them. And you wonder, how could you think that? Well, when you understand that if they really believe it and and they mean it, What that means is is they've allowed themselves to empty, to be filled with God. And whatever they receive comes from God. And they accept it that way. Well, now, today, we're going to go a little bit deeper. Hopefully, we've got you thinking even more deeply, looking at your daily life, the mundane things we do every day, how we get caught up in the world. We're asking ourselves, is this really what we want to live for? Is this really what we're prepared to die for? This rat race. And then you look at the times you've despaired in life. Maybe you're despairing right now. Maybe that's why you're focused on prayer. Maybe despair, you can still taste it. It comes every once in a while. And you're ready to use it to truly empty yourself of the worldly things and to allow God in. And now you want to go deeper. And you should. You know, prayer is a relationship with God. And like any good relationship, it should become deeper and more substantive as we progress. We progress in prayer. Just how we progress in love, how we progress in learning, 
how we progress in life, we progress in prayer. The relationship we have with God today should be different than what it is a year from now and 10 years from now and 20 years from now. A year from now and 10 years from now and 20 years from now should be deeper. It should be more fulfilling. It should bring us more peace. It should bring us more focus. If we aren't progressing, maybe we're doing something wrong. If we don't think we're hearing God, maybe we should be asking ourselves, why? Regardless, if you've been at that point of despair, of emptiness, and you're ready for God to fill you up, there's only one thing to do. you got to begin to knock, to knock, and to ask God, take me from depth to depth. Take me from height to height. You know what's going to keep you from doing that? Why you got to ask God for it? It's our possessions. Our world is full of possessions. Our life are full of possessions. We've never had more cheap stuff. Look at the things we accumulate that distracts us, the time that we spend on it. Look around our homes. Is that the home of someone deep in prayer? Is that the home of just another person in America? It's probably, for the most part, just the home of another person in America. You know, that's why in our, ho- in our house, in our faith tradition, we have prayer corners. It's a place in the house that you can devote to prayer and to go there. It's not about symbology or anything else. It's, it's, it's practical. Where do you pray? Maybe it's on your knees next to your bed. Hopefully it's not lying in bed because you'll fall asleep before your prayer is over. Maybe it's in a favorite chair. It, doesn't, it could be anything. But you want a place to go to knock away from the distractions of life. Another distraction is our imagination, the distraction of our mind. Imagining what we want, what we want to feel, what we want God to be. But that can do the opposite of what we need prayer to do. Our, our, our imagination can distract us and keep us from being focused on God. Now, what is he suggest in beginning to pray. Father Anthony suggests that, that we choose a prayer to help us learn to focus. Now, don't get me wrong. You know, people get scared of this sometimes. You know, they're like, prayer just needs to be 100% impromptu. Ugh, doesn't say that. The Bible warns us of vain repetitions. What's a vain repetition? It's something you say over and over again that doesn't mean anything to you. You know, the, take the Lord's Prayer. We're told to pray in that manner. We're told to pattern our prayers after that, and we're definitely encouraged to pray that prayer. Now, if you pray that prayer over and over again, not thinking about what you're saying, that's a vain repetition. If you say that prayer over and over again, focusing on every word, asking God to come in your heart and teach you what it means, there is nothing vain about that at all. And what Father Anthony suggests is that sometimes we need a prayer to focus us. Now, It could be the Lord's Prayer, it could be a Bible verse, it could be a psalm, it could be a piece of scripture, anything that speaks to you that you can focus on. Now, I use the Jesus Prayer, an ancient prayer, early Christians used it. Lord Jesus Christ, have mercy on me, a sinner. It helps me focus. I don't stop there. This doesn't mean you don't have a conversation with God. You you know, the Bible implores us, pour your heart out to God, talk to him. Tell them what you're mad about. Tell them what you're angry about. But you know what? If you're not focused, if you don't have God in your heart, maybe you don't say the extemporaneous things to God that you need to. But when you're focused and God's in your heart, then you're able to have a deeper conversation. Sometimes it's a conversation without even speaking. 
But focus on something. Focus on the Bible verse. Focus on a psalm. I focus on Lord Jesus Christ, have mercy on me, a sinner. Something we'll talk about much in the future and other podcasts. But for now, let me go to Scripture for a minute. From Matthew 7. Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives. The one who seeks finds. And to the one who knocks, the door will be opened. You got to knock. You got to knock. And sometimes when that door opens, it's not what we expect. We don't see who we think we're going to see. Sometimes we got to knock a lot. It's the middle of the night. We got to knock a lot. If nobody's home, we got to knock a lot. You know, just because you sit down and pray right now doesn't mean you're going to immediately feel like God is listening or that you're hearing or it's giving you what you want. You got to make it a habit. Again, that's why choosing a prayer, choosing something that you're going to focus on, or a rule. You know, every day at this time, I'm going to get on my knees next to my bed and I'm going to say this psalm. And then I'm going to open my heart to God and I'm going to say whatever comes next. But something that focuses you and makes it a habit. Whatever you hear, whatever you feel. You know, from Luke 5, yet the news about him spread all the more so that crowds of people came to hear him and to be healed of their sicknesses. But Jesus often withdrew to lonely places to pray. Think about that. Surrounded by people, fulfilling his mission on earth. Imagine what those people wanted. Imagine how many were hungry. Imagine how many were sick. Imagine how many were desperate for salvation. How many heard of the miracles, heard of this son of God and wanted to come to him. Yet regularly he needed to withdraw. Why is that? Because he knew the thing that sustained him was his prayer. Now, they called it a lonely place in Scripture, but it wasn't lonely. It was only lonely in the sense he was away from worldly things. He was away from his friends. He was away from the TV. He was away from the Internet. He was away from cars. He was away from cities. So he could be empty and allow his father in. And in our case, God in. He withdrew and he did it regularly. So in beginning to pray, part of that, with the hope that year after year and decade after decade, we will grow deeper in our prayer. You must do it regularly, regardless of how you feel. And if you have trouble doing that, choose a prayer, choose a place. Jesus withdrew to a lonely place. What will your lonely place be? We can't always go into the desert, but again, maybe it's a corner of your house. Maybe it's next to your bed when everybody's asleep. Maybe it's in your backyard by a tree where it's quiet. And then don't feel like you got to pray alone. God wants to hear from us, but the Bible is so rich with instruction on how to call out to God, how to pray, what to say when we feel empty. Read about Job, read about Moses, read about King David, read about Jesus. Focus yourself. Knock on the door. He will answer. Maybe not like we think, but he will answer. And you will be prepared. So join me next time as we talk more about beginning to pray. How we can go deeper and deeper and progress and progress. Hopefully you know what you live for and what you're prepared to die for. Hopefully 
You've allowed your despair to open yourself to God, to empty yourself, to surrender. And then you've knocked and you knock and you knock and you knock and you focus and you focus and he will answer and you will hear. Until next time, I want you to aim high, my friends. Spread your wings and keep your eyes on the things that matter. Protect your prayer. Keep it close to your heart. Withdraw to the lonely place. There's nothing more important. It sustains us. It fills us. We can't be the parent we want to be. We can't be the spouse we want to be. We can't be the friend we want to be. We can't be the human being we want to be if we don't do that. Until next time, I'm your host, Silouan. Peace. You've been listening to The Pilgrim's Odyssey. Make sure you comment, share, and like this podcast so all of us together can let our light shine. For books, videos, and more content from me, your host, please visit Silouan.com. That is Silouan, S-I-L-O-U-A-N.com. Until your next visit on The Pilgrim's Odyssey, I'm your guide on life's wild ride, Silouan Green.